podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the Dream Team Tonic Podcast. Um, our usual host, Tony, is otherwise engaged with um, um, a kid's party, so um, I'm hosting today. Um, with me, um, as usual, I've got Ben. Are you there, Ben? Hi, mate. You're okay? Yeah, all good, mate. And, uh, and Scott, of course. Good evening. And a special guest, um, Appearing once a month on on the on the uh, broadcast, we've got Fergie. Hello, mate. Hello, gents. Great to be on again. Cheers, mate. Right. Um, before we kick off, I'm just going to thank some new patrons that we've had. Um, thank you to Evren Wright, Lee Dock, and Kieran Marin. Right. So since you're the guest, Fergie, let's um, let's kick off with your team. How, how are you getting on? I thought I was doing all right, but <laughs> I'm looking at my leagues and looking at your at your guys' scores. It's not as good as yours, though. But I do I do have I think about four, uh, four or five players to play t- t- tomorrow. But so far I'm on um, 112 points overall, 28 for the game week. Um, I still got Johnston and and Salaba to play. I had Estepina and he looks like an animal in this. Well, in every format, to be fair, don't he? So he looks really good. And I brought in uh, Chilwell this week uh, for his one pointer so far this afternoon, but it was it was more in preparation for next week um, and the week after. So I'm quite happy to have him. Uh, I did start with Timber, so um, I did a double move and I transferred out Timber for Chilwell. I've still got Saka to play. Uh, my second move was to bring in um, Eze for Havertz. Um, so I thought to take a bit of a punt on Havertz. Uh, I thought I thought it was a bit unlucky. I don't know. What you guys thought? He, I think he played 90 minutes or close to Dini, and he spent the last quarter of the game up front. And I was quite hopeful of something. I had him an FPL as well, and yeah, it didn't quite work out. But um, I think he was going to drop and um, and stuff. So I think Aketia started up front. So I fancied Eze. So I've, st- I've still got him to play uh, tomorrow night. Uh, Bruno, four pointer. Um, how he didn't score that header, I'll never know. And Martinelli as well. Um, and then Haaland. I stuck with Rashford. And I had Pedro as well. So probably a 10-play-ish team, to be fair. I think I've still got five to play. Is it five? One, two, three, four, five to play. But I'm fairly happy with my team. Um, and I suppose more importantly, I think I think the game is fantastic. I think the the scoring system and the two the transfers a week offer a different dimension to any other game. And so far, even though I haven't got off to like an amazing start, especially looking at Scott's points in particular, um, <laughs> really, really enjoying it, which is which is the main thing. So, how have you guys started off? Well, let's see how you got on, Ben. You're up next. Have you got violin music? <laughs> got a violin for you if you want, mate. Honestly, Maybe a green arrow. Look, <laughs> I'm looking for the music, but it's not coming to me. <laughs> I didn't plan for that. Uh, well, I, I uh, had me transfers. All confirmed a few days before the deadline. And uh, I went to a kids' party on Friday in the middle of uh, Teesside Park, Hollywood Bowl. 
And, uh, you know, you just check your team to see everything's all right, but the signal was really bad. Anyway, check me Skype, captain was on. Check me um, dream team, checked everything basically. Anyway, left it, got home later on the night and looked at my team and it, it was still the same as game week one. I was like, what the f- what's, what's going on here? I've got free transfers for next week. honestly so and to hit the nail on the head anyway uh i had mbumo to come in he scored two goals 15 points and i had henry to come in uh he got six points didn't he as well Mm. so i missed out on them points and i've missed out on like a 0.5 million swing as well on price rises. So I had get, I wanted oh. to get rid of Garnacho. Uh, he went down 0.1. And I wanted to get rid of Havertz. He went down 0.1. So I'm hoping for a Havertz hat-trick tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Pray for Havertz. <laughs> Just hold up one second there, Ben. Let's see. Ah, we've cracked it. We've cracked it. No, that's horrible. Well, at least we know what it's like to roll a transfer because none of us have tried it yet, have we? So you just yeah. put it down to you being the guinea pig, should we say? Yeah. Should we? Uh, what was going to say there? I forgot what I was going to say there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, terrible. It's so I've got how many points did I get? Let's have a look. To be honest, like disheartened me this weekend, that has. Right, 32 points for the week so far. Um, yeah, Young, one point. Dunk, three. Fernandez four. Ganacho three. Salah, 14. I got the captaincy right out of my players anyway. I uh, went for Salah, so 14 points. Haaland, four. Rashford, three. And I've got three, four players playing tomorrow. So I've got Johnston in goal. Um, open for some save points. Uh, Saliba. Saka and Havertz. So hopefully, well, I'll get I'll have a better day tomorrow. There's, there's nothing worse, Ben, than someone bemoaning a game week, saying how crap they've had and playing violin music, but you've still scored higher than I have. And I was actually quite pleased with my quite pleased with my week. It's the worst. Yeah, Do you want me to play it for you as well, Fergie. <laughs> no, I can't find it again. <laughs> Who did you captain, Fergie? Did I miss that? Sorry. Oh, Harland. I played. I played a bit. Say, I, I didn't go for Salah because. I didn't. I I don't think he's he's looked that that good, um, you know, in in the past year or so. And um, I will. I'd wanted him in and out, so I was kind of happy to take the risk of missing out on one game. You know, it's it's it's, it's fortunate, right? Because Harlan blanked. If Salah had scored, um, you know, and, and not missed a penalty or he'd have a double return, they could have been in trouble. But I, I do think it's worth it. When I know it, I'd have wanted him kind of in and out to prepare for the following week. So I think I think got away with it really, to be honest. So. It didn't. It wasn't that damaging either way, really, was it? To be honest. No, no. Overall. I don't think so. Cool. What about you, Scott? How did you get on? So I'm on. Well, I've had a good. I've had a good week actually so far. Wow. Sixty-three points for the game nice. week. Um, one four nine total. Um, still got Johnston to play in goal. Um, that's your opinion. He's just brilliant, isn't he? 11 points from him. Another really good game. Uh, I've got Saliba still to play. Chilwell. I brought Chilwell in this week. He was 
a bit disappointing. Was it a 59th minute sub, I think, today, wasn't it? I thought it was 61 or something like that. Yeah, someone in the Discord said 61. Um, I think, let me just click, click on it here. Dream, oh, yeah, Dream Team's put it down as 61. So 61's not too bad. Um, but it didn't really make much difference, did it, in the end? Um, then I've got Bruno, four points. Disappointing, really, again. He's probably going to get a drop for the second time. Um, but he looks so close. That was the annoying part. So I, I think I'm still going to stick with him. Uh, Saka still to play. And then this is where most of the points come. I had Embuemo, who I, I brought in this week, um, got me 15 mm. points. And Matoma got me 13 um, those those two make up a massive chunk of the points, to be fair. Um, then Haaland up front with four. Captain Salah, so he got 14. Um, and then Pedro up front was a bit of a disappointment after the 10-pointer last week. I saw he was on the bench, um, <laughs> check, check the lineups, and I was just like, for God's sake. <laughs> um, the, only, the only plus, I suppose that NCSO played well in his place, didn't he? Um, got, I think he got two assists, but I think he went off injured. Um, so maybe Pedro starts next week. But you just, mm -hmm. yeah, I've already got fed up with that. I think I'll just take the ten points and run. I think with him. But yeah, no, good, good week to be honest. Cool. The time well, was unbelievable, weren't it? Oh, mm. brilliant! Japanese. Like, I, that's the thing I said, didn't I? Like March is probably the better pick in terms of like stats, but in terms of putting in a player in your team and just watching and enjoying, it's just Matoma for me. Uh, they're both mm. brilliant, to be honest. Mm. Cool. Um, I got, I'm on 48 so far this week with um, three, three to play. So I've still got um, Johnston, Saliba and Saka to play. Um, we were just chatting before, the, uh, before we went on air and Fergie was saying you'd have to be mad to roll a transfer. And I sort of agree until I was looking at my team and I just thought, you know, I, I was in, I think I was in what you might call analysis paralysis. Um, I could not make decide what to do, and I'm not, in normally in fantasy football, when I when I if I can't decide what to do, rather than make a move for the sake of it, I would not make a move, particularly in other formats. Of course, in this format, if you don't make a move, you might gain a transfer next week, but you also lose one. Um, so the, the the thinking would be you you would because we get more extra transfers, you you need to jump on maybe. Be a bit more punty, you know, like a one one or two week pick. Mm. Um, honestly, I couldn't. Um, well, I was considering Diaz uh, for of Liverpool, and then I thought, well, he might get rotated, and so I didn't. I I rolled a transfer um, because we don't have a great deal of information at this stage, and I thought, well, we've got a double game week coming up next week with the Carabao Cup. Maybe I can uh, go big on. Chelsea or potentially Spurs um, and um, yeah watching a bit of Chelsea today I'm thinking maybe that wasn't such a good move now but um, yeah. I'm doing okay um, I've had a uh, average to okay start not not a not a bad one by any stretch um, so yeah 48 points so far um, I, I started the, the season with Chilwell um, because of Chelsea's fixtures coming up and I I, did, I wasn't scared of owning him against Liverpool because I'd seen them in pre-season. Um, but um, unfortunately, he didn't return this week. Well, he got one point. Hickey got me six. Um, Fernandez four. Anthony, five. Matoma, 13. Foden, who I'm quite happy with. He looked pretty lively. Yeah. I'm hoping, finally, 
he's nailed in that side or as nailed as he can be. Um, Captain Harland, eight points, and Rashford, three. So, yeah, not too bad a start, really. Um, yeah, so, um, <clears throat> let's move on to the listener questions. So, we've got a couple of lengthy ones um, to start with. Um, I actually I lo- I, I shortened it down on, for the purpose of putting it on screen to, to those two points there. Um, it was <laughs> like, quite a wordy one, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so how, how differently do you think we should be approaching transfers this season? Premium hopping, thoughts on burning transfers. Um, Scott, do you want to go first on this one? Yeah, like I know we, was, we were saying don't like um, we couldn't see the point in rolled in the transfer, but that is the exception that I, I would say. If you think you're going to end up making your team worse, I wouldn't do it for the sake of it. So I wouldn't mm. be afraid to burn transfers if you think it's going to make your team worse. Mm. But I don't see the point in strategically rolling them at this point. Um, I'm trying to, if I do have any spare or I'm undecided, I'm trying to make a change in favour of the price changes at the moment while it's early on to build budget. But as we've seen, the price changes are a little bit unpredictable compared to last year, aren't they? Um, and then in yeah. terms of like premium hopping, um, moving around your premiums in terms of the fixtures. Um, yeah, I'm not that keen on it, to be honest, because I got stung big time last year, trying to hop between Kane and Salah. And I ended up missing hat-tricks on a couple of occasions. So I think if I go for the go for the premiums, I think I'll try and stick with them um, and not worry too much about the loss in value with those guys, because I think they're all priced fairly well. So I don't think any of them are going to plummet massively um so yeah I, th- I think with the the premiums i'm happy to keep hold of them mm, okay cool um ben what do you think um regarding premiums um yeah i agree with scott about not hopping about because uh, like he said he he got burnt last year <laughs> doing that and i i got burnt as well at some point because i remember coming off a cane to get in skamaka because skamaka was doing well and to move money around in the team Mm-hmm. I've learnt my lesson from doing that. So this year I've gone three big ones up front and I've got Sakaran Fernandez in midfield. So I'm going to try not to jump around too much, just leave them in there mm-hmm. for the season. Well, hopefully for the season. Rashford's not doing too good at the minute, but he's got a good fixture next week. So I might keep him. He's got Forrest next week. None yeah. of them are hauled, have they? None of the none of the big boys have hauled massively yet. Not Ireland's massive. The first no. day, but... but they always do, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Yeah. And definitely this season, it, it seems a bit more punty with uh, having more transfers. It's like, what is it, 74 transfers or something? Daft, if, you've, if you use them all for the whole season, <laughs> it's just too much. Um, yeah, 50% increase on, on um, previous years in, in terms of numbers of transfers. It's quite a lot. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to build budget but like obviously i don't know what happened the other night it's quite annoying that um maybe it's because i went on when i was in the funny zone and it's just knackered the app up on me i don't know because i had the had the, the the transfers were uh they were confirmed a few days ago so before you sent the, the screenshot you sent the screenshot That's into it. the uh into the discord with the team of you and, and yeah. I, I did a voice note for the hub WhatsApp group as well. <laughs> Tell me what transfers I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> no. Nightmare. I get 
I, I mean, it, there's a there's a reasonable chance it could be a bug in um, in, mm. in the in the system. Obviously, it's a new, it's completely new system, so I wouldn't be massively surprised if there mm. was a bug in the Dream Team. If anyone else has experienced issues, um, drop us a note at um, Dream Team Tonic, and um, if there's lots of you, then um, we can uh, we can raise that with some Dream Team. Um, Fergie, what do you think um, about uh, David 87's question? I think in terms of the transfers, I think you know it's, it's, it's massively different, even getting used to like uh, a weekly sort of cadence with transfer management now rather than monthly is is massive. You can afford to look, look at a lot more kind of FPL week to week and, and kind of, mm. I think you can target a bit more what's in front of you now rather than what we would have to normally do, mm. which is think ahead few weeks so I, th- I think i think there's that from you know i got i asked you guys before we started like uh, like am i going mad or uh, you know is, is not using the two just just it does it, it doesn't seem sensible not to use the two because mm-hmm. if you saved for two weeks you'd end up with four transfers whereas you could have six in the same time if you use them and there's always going to be some kind of opportunity this is what i mean about the short-term sort of thinking with it like even next week just as an example, if you're struggling, there are teams that are going to have two really good games, and there are certain teams that come out of those games with good games after as well. So I can't, I don't, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure someone will have a really good argument to prove me wrong, but at the moment I don't see any um, apart apart from from maybe when we use the chips potentially, but. I can't see any circumstance that I wouldn't use the two personally. I am quite an aggressive manager, so maybe it, it kind of help, helps where I play as well. I think in terms of the premiums and things, again, like you, you, we've you know, only had like a week and a half's worth of data. But I think the game is, from, from what I can see, a bit different this year in terms of a hat-trick, you know, a Salah hat-trick, a Kane hat-trick, what we're, all, we're always scared of, right? Used to be... 28 points, mm. which which is not anymore. I'm not sure what it would be exactly. Uh, maybe 20, is it, or something? It, you know, with the shots on target and bits and pieces. So it's not. I don't think it's as scary as it once was. I don't think even a brace is as scary as it once was. Like I think Mbomo got two goals, Dini, and 15 points, whereas a brace previously would have been guaranteed 18 points with the star man. So I think that I think the fact that star man isn't in the game anymore yeah. it does impact. You know, and if you think like. Um, you know, ha- um, Harland got four points uh, from I'm, I'm assuming a couple of shots on target. Or, you know, yeah. you know, for a big chance wherever mm-hmm. it was. Rashford's got three, even though he's done nothing. Bruno's got six and four mm-hmm. from doing absolutely nothing in terms of what he would have got in the old Dream Team game. Whereas when Harland scored his two goals, I think he got 14 points. So Harland 14 against Bruno six. For example, last week, last season would have been Haaland 18, Bruno 0, maybe 3. So I don't think the the difference in points is as vast as it used to be. And I think because of that, I'm not as scared of going with, like, you know, normally I'd have been petrified on the weekend of, go, of going without Salah. Absolutely petrified. Mm. But I wasn't that scared because my thinking was worst, worst case scenario is that, um, you know, all right, say he gets a couple of goals and gets 14 points. It's, I don't know, it's just not as scary as it used to be. So mm. I suppose that's that's my thinking. And I am thinking, actually, this weekend, of using my two transfers of taking out Rashford and Pedro. 
these are very early thoughts, but this is like, you know, kind of rage, rage thinking. Um, <laughs> and go into maybe something like Jackson and Mbummo, for example, um, mm. to go into like a 3-5-2 and only having basically one premium up front. But it doesn't scare me much anymore, I suppose. Um, so, yeah, that's that's it's, it's very early, right? So, you know, I, I may be proved wrong on a lot of this stuff, but these are my really early thoughts is that don't think we need the premium as much as we used to and you can afford to chase rides on players as well. So. Okay. Thanks, Fergie. Um, I think we'll do, we skipped Micus Waitus's question, so I think we'll do that one next. Oh, sorry. Go on, read it out. I've not got it up here. Um, so he says, the scoring system is more complex this season and will def definitely requires a different approach to what used to be the norm. Um, um, based on what we know so far, do you think... Um, any particular formation is looking more favourable? And also, what positions do you think are benefiting most from the new point system? Um, keep up the good work, lads. I've been with you from the start, before Patreon even existed. Um, it's great to see the evolution of Dream Team Tonic. If anyone is thinking of signing up, do it. I guarantee it will be, um, it will go a long way in helping you win your mini, mini leagues. Um, thanks, mate. We appreciate some nice feedback like that. Um, that means a lot. Um, so I did a bit of analysis on this one. Um, and just to see where the spread, in terms of formation, where the spread of points were, were going. Um, <clears throat> so if you look at point um, players that got four or more bonus points, um, this is based on game week one data, because obviously we didn't have time. There's not a huge gap between Chelsea finishing, kicking off, and us podding. So I use Game Week 1 data. Obviously, it's very early days. Um, we're not talking about a specific player here, though. So I think it is indicative. I don't see this changing massively. Um, but I please do, if any of you guys want to shoot me down with my with my with with the, the stats that I quickly put together. But um, it's looking like midfield. Um, is benefiting the most and certainly strikers the least. Um, only three strikers. Um, of course, there are less of those playing. Um, we need to bear that in mind. But, uh, I, you know, only three got uh, four or more bonus points, um, whereas you look at 17 midfielders. But So it's obviously skewed by the fact that there's more midfielders. But I do think midfielders seem to be um, getting more... Um, benefit from the scoring system um and if you look at the um player player performance marks is that <laughs> ppm not points per minute <laughs> yeah is it player performance marks? It, yeah yeah it. yeah um you you see this you see a similar distribution um where where midfielders are are benefiting most by uh, by um those player performance marks but not a lot those player performance marks I've looked at the data. There aren't a huge amount of, amounts of those going around at the moment. Um, there aren't many. There's only a few players. Hit. I think there was two players that hit the five five tier um, for five extra points. So, um, yeah, it's spread around. I think it's going to be quite difficult to target, to use PPM to target. But um, that's something we'll have to... We'll, 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 as the game weeks goes on, we'll, we'll learn more. We'll understand it a bit better. Um, what do you think, um, Fergie? Um, do you think um, 
the, <clears throat> the the point system points to maybe a different formation, maybe maybe more midfielders, less strikers. Are you talking just about the PPM? Sorry, are you talking about all the kind of the well, just the the, the 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 whole the whole new scoring matrix, basically. I think what um, Micah is asking us is is what sort of formation do you think yeah. suits the format best? I think. I think anecdotally, obviously, you know, you've using the analysis, which is obviously better than anecdotal stuff. But mm. I think from what I've seen so far on my team, anyway, and I, you know, appreciate that there's probably players like Trent and and Trippier who who are going to improve when their fixtures get better and and things. Yeah. But I think three at the back at the moment for me looks looks the mm. best. Um, and um, yeah, it's just just uh, you know shots on bonus. Uh, Shots on bonus, uh, shots on target, chances created, and things that you, you know you can see players um, who would not normally get, uh, you know, the sort the sort of, of points you would expect getting more really. So I I I personally think um, three at the back, and like I say, I've been on three four three. But I think we move into three five two. I think, but that's just because you have got players like Mbomo, you know, who is a forward, who is class as a midfielder, and things. So. I think for me, three five two or three four three early doors. Are what looks to be most optimal. I, th I think the trend is carried on from last season. We're still not seeing as many clean sheets as we had in previous years yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. um, only Man City really, uh, you know. I think at the moment are, are keeping cleans from the top team. So yeah, that would be my my thoughts. Okay. Yeah. And also, also, the games are longer now, aren't they? With the extra mm -hmm. uh, injury yeah, time. Yeah. Possibility yeah. of more goals. Um, yeah, uh, totally agree with the three at the back. Um, but yeah, four, three, four, three, three, five, two. I think you pretty much covered it there, James. Mm, okay. Anything to add, Scott, on that one? Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I'd just say, um, I think mostly the, I know the bonus is there, but I think the, the tackle points and the shots on target, big chances yeah. created, any sort of progress that they were going to maybe boost up with the player performance marks and bonus. I feel it's just been completely counselled out by the uh, shots on target and big chances. Like we talked about maybe a Paulinho or some of these CDMs mm. um, racking up points for the extra bits. But the guys like Bruno Fernandes are going to just outscore them through shots alone. All the all the little bits that have been added are just going to cancel out the bonus, in my opinion, I think. So, yeah, mm. I'd still say it's heavily weighted towards midfield and attack at the moment. Did yeah. you uh, see that... Um... Mateus Nunes got three uh, bonus points again, even though he got sent off. Again, yeah. <laughs> so he got yeah. he's got eight points in two games just on bonus points. Wow. Mm. Yeah, there's definitely a few popping up <laughs> that look like they're going to be like almost like what we used to call like star man magnet or seven rating magnets. There's a few of them already popping up, isn't there? And I think we're going to come on to a few later on, but I think we will see a bit of that going on. Yeah, every year we get our, our we get a new trial tri rate, don't we? Um, he's, he's back, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's back at Fulham. <laughs> He'll be up there. Never know. Okay. Still shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's very fast though. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, okay, Lee Hooper has asked us what thoughts on the first lot of price increases decreases. And how they will impact the game going forwards this season. Uh, Scott, do you want to take that one first? Yeah, I'd, I'd sort of put down that I thought they felt a little bit harsh 
to start <laughs> off with. Um, I was expecting I was expecting a few more gains from the moves that I made, and I wasn't mm. expecting them to be so harsh on the uh, on the premiums. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a tough one. But I think it follows. It does follow the same sort of system as before. It just doesn't seem as extreme either way. But looking mm. at some of my my players that I had, like Bruno, got a minus one for six points. Salah minus 0.2 for seven points, and then Saka Saka just got a 0.1 gain for 11 points. So I'm thinking it's going to have to be double figures for these premiums to get rises, um, mm. which, like we said before, might not be as easy to do. But yeah, first impressions a little bit harsh, but I think it does still follow the same sort of idea. Yeah. Um, I think you just got to look at the points they score and take two points off it, just because you get those two points for the appearance, yeah. don't you? For the over sixty minutes, and it also looks like that um, if you buy in players below three point five million, they seem to favour the the uh, price rises. Yeah. If they're over three point five million and they only score say ten eleven points, they they might only go up point one. Yeah, the right. bar's lower. The bar's lower for these yeah. cheaper players, mm. isn't it? Yeah, no, that is interesting. Um, I can't I guess that kind of makes sense the, the yeah. Way, yeah, to, to do it like that. Um, yeah, Wan Bissaka's gone up 0.3 and he was three, he was three million to start with, but then there's other players that are like 3.5 who scored similar points and they just haven't gone up as much. Yeah, yeah. Fergie, did you spot anything? Uh, in the price changes that um, is worth noting? I think just to the point earlier about, I'm not sure if we need need all the, need all as many premiums as we had in previous years. You know, For the, for the points I mentioned earlier, I think there's a, a gap in points. Uh, sorry, the gap yeah. is less now in points. Yeah. But also, if you are getting rewarded for your cheaper players doing well as well, you know, if, if players like... Salah scoring seven points. How many did he score yesterday? Was it was it seven again? Seven, yeah. Yeah. So you know, with that logic, is he going to get another minus zero point two? I mean, you're just losing yeah, value. Yeah, go down again. Yeah. Well, so whereas, like you know, and Bomo and uh, like, I don't know if the game is trying to. Uh, I don't know if they're smart enough, but if they are, I think it's brilliant <laughs> that they're trying to reward you for going for for cheaper picks and kind mm. of. And punish you for going for premiums. So, if that's the case, if you've got a team full of you know four or five premiums, unless they're banging in double-digit holes every week, your your team value is going to tank. So, I think I think that's really interesting, actually, and a different, you know, different sort of uh, dynamic to the game. I think it lends itself again my my kind of Rashford and Pedro because I had the big rise off Pedro, and Rashford will drop again now. Moving on to Mbomo and and you know. And maybe Jackson, for example, could be a decent set of moves, not just for the fact for the points, but also potentially for the value and stuff. So, um, mm. yeah, I, I, I do think they're harsh as well, Scott. But I also think, like last year, I think it was ridiculously aggressive as well. I saw I saw some teams. I mean, like was it over seventy yeah. million team value? Yeah. I mean, that that's crazy. That like. I know there's benefit to, um, you know, if, you, if you're an engaged manager, it, it helped you massively. But to have potentially 5, 10, 15 million more than your opponent, I think is a bit... Mm. Is a bit we, had a whole, we had a whole team of premiums by the end, didn't we? Exactly. Every you could get more. 
yeah exactly so hopefully this will kind of ward that off a little bit as well and keep it a bit more of a you know a level playing field so but yeah other than that i think it looks all right okay um moving on to dream team patrick's questions um he probably wrote these questions i know well i know he wrote these questions mm. before chelsea played today um <laughs> um Sterling for game week three. Ben, what do you think? Uh yeah, I was I was considering Sterling before today. Um just because I'm not sure about moving off Rashford because of the Forest game. So I was thinking, how can I get a Chelsea attacking player in my team? And I was I was looking at Sterling. Mm. And he, he's gone and got five bonus points today, <laughs> even though he lost. Um he got I think he got eight points today, did he? Oh. Uh, look. Is yeah, it eight points? <coughs> he was already on three bonus, three bonus in the first half. Wow. Yeah, so he was he played really well, didn't he? Um so yeah, he's one I'm considering definitely. Um like I say, I didn't want to really take Rashford out, so he might be one I bring in. Or go for Mbumo again because he should rise again, shouldn't he? And he's got two 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 uh, nice fixtures. But will he play in both games? That's the only problem. That's the age-old question with the first rounds of the Carabao Cup, really, isn't it? Yeah, I look. I did look back at his uh, history in the Carabao Cup, and he didn't seem to come on. Um, there was one FA Cup match where he came off the bench and scored a hat trick, though. So you never yeah. know. Hmm. So they've. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be massively surprised if he played both. I mean, I do wonder if. If have, when you've got a new manager in there trying to get their ideas across, mm. um, perhaps there's a better chance when it's a new manager that, that there'll be slightly less rotation because he wants to get momentum um, and get that team um, fluidity you know, going. Yeah. But who knows? It's, it is guesswork. Um, Especially after this uh, defeat today. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Fergie, are you a Spurs fan? Because you might know. You might know. How, how did Pochettino um, go about these cups, do you think? Was he normally going quite strong for them? I think so, yeah. I think, um, well, yeah, but we were in Europe as well. So that's, that's like a different yeah. sort of thing. I, I think, I, I, I guess we'd see a mixture. Um, you know, it, I think if... Um, I think it depends on the Luton game. You know, I'd expect him. I'd expect him to beat Luton sort of comfortably. If they don't, you can. There's a case for an argument for both. You know, get their confidence up. Um, but then on the same note, there's a thing of you know if they you know give some fresh legs a chance. You know, they have got. I've got a big squad. Um, I, I also think though, looking at the fixtures, there's. I, th I think there's three teams. I'd include Chelsea, Brentford, and, and Palace in this who they also come out of next week with a really good fixture going into game week four as well all home games plum fixtures so even if they do miss out i don't think it's the end of the world because they go at like um chelsea are going home to forest uh brentford uh home to bournemouth and palace home to wolves so i th i personally think it's worth a risk on those three teams just for the fact that even if they do miss out they walk into a, a really nice fixture after, personally. So, 
Cool. Scott, what, what are your thoughts on Sterling for game week three? Or have you got your eye on potentially some other Chelsea players? No, to be honest, he has he's caught my attention because I, I had one eye on that Chelsea game for choosing someone, but I was looking at I was looking at um Gusto, I was looking at um Colwill, I was looking at Jackson, and it was Sterling really that performed, wasn't it? None of those guys done particularly well in this game. So yeah, I'll have a think about it. Um who he'll replace, I'm not too sure at the minute, but yeah, he's definitely caught caught my attention at the minute. Okay. Um Patch Patrick's second, second question uh, is, um, when are you planning to play your chips? Um, Fergie, have you given that any thought? I haven't, no. I did very, very briefly. I think I, I, um, I can't remember who uh, who it was, if it was one of you guys or so, someone else, but uh, if you're scared of Salah, play, uh, play it this week. I don't know if it was you, Scott, was it? Yeah, was I might, I might, <laughs> yeah, I might put that in for the... Uh, is it, was it the 12th man or was it... Yeah, that's well. I, I had the very briefest thing, but um, I thought, <laughs> well, no, but no, I, I, you know, I, I, I haven't at all. I think, I think I'd like to get to grips with the game a bit more first, and I'm sure there's going to be some optimal time in the second mm. half of the season when there's loads of double game weeks and rearranged games where you're going to want to pile into certain teams. So, yeah, later in the season yeah. for me. What about you, Ben? Any thoughts on chip strategy at this early stage? Um, possibly um, when the European games start, we'll see the, mm. the group stages. Yeah. Um, we'll see if there's any plum fixtures in the group stages. I might possibly use some then. Mm. But like, agree with Fergie as well. When the rearranged games at the end of the season, there's double game weeks as well. So if you yeah. don't use them at the start of the season, you can use them at the end. Yeah. Like normally in FPL, you keep them to the end of the season, don't you? But we got the champ, we got the European games uh, in as our double game weeks, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Anything to add on that one, Scott? No, I'd put the same. I'll probably wait for those first um, draws in Europe, and then see if anyone's got a nice home, nice home tie first, and then a good yeah. fixture after that. I think, but yeah, it's going to be doubles for all of them, isn't it? Ideally. Yeah. So the only thing I, I I was thinking along the same lines, um, probably either rearranged games at the end of the season or um, Premier League ones that is, um, or, or Champions League fixtures, because the the trouble with the Europa League and the Europa Conference League, of course, is you're never sure which team's going to be put out. Yeah. Um, so I would be keep when these when the Champions League draws done, I'd be. If, the, if, a, if a particular team's got a couple of plum fixtures, but you know they're probably still going to go strong, um, that might be the time to start thinking about it. Um, but yeah, once that Champion League's, League's draw's done, I think we'll, we'll probably re revisit this and just see if there's anything that stands out as a potential option for uh, maybe using one or two of those chips. I guess we'll then have the problem, if a nice double does come up, we'll then have the problem of trying to decide what chip is going to be best for it as well. <laughs> yeah. We're saying, we're, saying yeah. we're waiting for the doubles, but then it's, it's trying to decide whether it's going to be a defensive game or whether it's going to be uh, a toss-up between like a Salah and Haaland. It's hard, isn't it? Mm. Until you get I, more I, information. Perhaps with the max captain, maybe later in the season, if you've managed to build a bit more budget and you've got a few more heavy hitters, um, that might be a better time to play it because you've, you, you, you would think with more premiums, you've got more chance of getting a bigger haul. Um, Someone might really be on fire as well then. Yeah, exactly. And you, or, or you don't, you know, you're like, who the hell do I captain? Um, 
they could both be explosive this week. Maybe that would be a time. Um, yeah. We'll also, sorry, mate. I was just going to say also, uh, later on in the season, teams start to get a bit more defensive, don't they? When they've got something to hold on to, maybe that would be a good time to do the part of the bus. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, mm. with the part of the bus, I think you're going to have to think about, you're going to have to identify that opportunity a bit earlier so mm. that you can probably load up on five at the back. Yeah. Uh, if you really want to maximize that chip. Um, so that, that's, that's quite an interesting one, I think. It'll be interesting. Some people could get some monster scores. If you now if you hit that sweet spot with that chip, I think that could be quite quite profitable. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Do you think game week? They've announced. Uh, if anyone that's uh, watching ha- doesn't haven't seen it already, they've said that you'll be able to see each other's teams from game <laughs> week three, uh, which is the question we keep getting a lot. They're going to make a fix so that you can see each other's teams. Do you think we're going to be able to see what chips have been used or if a chip's been used? Or is it going to just be the team? We don't know the answer, but what do you guys think? I would think if you're going to show the team, then you would show whether the chip had been used. It'll be after the game week. You won't get to see their team before the game week deadline. So I don't see any reason why you wouldn't provide that. I mean, it creates banter. You can go... oh. Um, to use one of Fergie's terms, you've spaffed that chip. Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it creates banter and, and intrigue. So I, I think it would be a mistake not to include that personally if you're going to show the team. Yeah. Cool. Um, moving on. Uh, question from Lee Doc. Who are you targeting for the um, week game week three Double game week, Ben. You like a double game week? What do you think? Got any um, got any targets in mind? Well, like I said, Sterling's on my mind. Uh, maybe a Spurs asset, um, Embumo. I've got three transfers now, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> Go wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I haven't gone deep looking deep into it to tell you the truth, but uh, yeah, I'm definitely Spurs, um, Brentford, and uh, Chelsea assets. Mm. Of course, Spurs have got two away games. So, Fergie, do you think that might, should that be paying into? I mean, it's too, too early to tell, I suppose. Unless, have you got any insights being a Spurs fan as to whether you think um, that might be a bad move? I guess it's a bit early to say, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure it'd be a bad move. I, I think the only thing I would say is that I think there are better opportunities because Madison may be injured. Um, yeah. If Madison's injured, we're not sure. Um, you know, it, you know, is Richarlison going to play the both up front? You know, he was brought off early yesterday. If you're thinking of like Son and Kulisewski, I think that there's a lot of players knocking on the door with with Spurs as well, and. Um, Similar to Chelsea, you know, it may be a case if they may or may not play. When they come back, they're away to Burnley, and obviously they don't have Europe. So, like I said, I'm not, I'm, I'm probably not as keen on on Spurs, uh, you know, you know, as as Ben. As I said, I, th- I think I think the three teams that I would personally look to target are probably Chelsea, Brentford, and Palace, and that's because the fixtures are really good, but they also come out of it with a really nice home fixture as well, because mm. we're probably. We're very likely going to want to come in and you know, in and out of these guys. So you know, 
players like I don't know Eze, you know, all the, you know, maybe Vissa, maybe Mbomo, um, maybe Jackson, or maybe someone like that, you know, to to practically guarantee two out of three nice fixtures, you know, a potential for minutes in a third as well, and then you can hop off them as well. Mm, I yeah. would personally prefer that than Spurs and. Um, yeah, because you know we got to remember we're going to want to get off these guys again in in three or four weeks as well. Uh, well, yeah, in in three or four weeks as well. So they they're the teams I would I would target a little bit more personally. Any thoughts, Scott? Um, that we haven't covered on that one. Yeah, same same sort of teams. But uh, like I said, I was I was looking at Gusto and Colwell. Um, now I don't know whether that's <laughs> today has changed my thinking on that or whether to just go with it because I mean. They're still two pretty good fixtures, aren't they, for Chelsea? Yeah. Um, who is it? Luton and is that was it Wimbledon? Yeah. At home, and then they've got a really good run still. So if they do well, you're going to keep them. Mm. Um, Visser as well, who you mentioned. Um, I don't know if he'll get two games though. I like him. He fits for a swap for Pedro. Um, but I listened to the interview after match of the day, um, and he was saying after replacing Tony's goals, he knew he said he knew that Mbuemo could do it. He knew Visser would do it. Also, Sharda, he said Sharda and I forgot the other guy's name, Potter. Yeah, Lewis Potter. Lewis Potter. He said both of them in training are scoring goals for fun. So I imagine that he's going to give one or both of them a run out in that one. So that's going to be tougher. On the Spurs thing, though, I'd had had written down Son. Um, He hasn't been like great at the minute, but looking at that Man United game, there looked like a few chances that he would have normally hit it first time and someone just pinched it off his his foot a couple of times. I kind of like that as a punt and then if it does pay off you will keep him i think for that good mm. run of games but it would be a punt because there are his, his points haven't been great so far and he's probably going to lose value i think um, i think i think he's been played i think i think he's been hugging the touchline a bit i i know the chance you're on about and i only know because i had a bet on it yesterday for one shot on target <laughs> and he let me down because that one he had sure blocked it didn't he yeah but um, you know, he, he didn't have a shot on target yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he, I think he's playing very, very on the wing. So I, he's not the one I'd go for if I did swap yeah. him. They did swap him, didn't they? In the second, I think they yes, took Richarlison and put him through the middle. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. Whether they'll do that or whether he'll get yeah. two games, is, is hard to know, really. Um, I know it's not a double game. I know it's four game week three, but I was thinking of maybe of just ignoring it and going for like a Foden or an Alvarez because um, that mm-hmm. Sheffield United fixture still does look really good. Yeah. And they were yeah, both they show. were both purring, weren't they, that game? <clears throat> cool. Thanks, Scott. Um, Ryan Drivers um, sent us a question. Um, thoughts regarding transfers. Are you targeting fixtures or price rises or a combination? Um, ben, what do you think? Yeah, definitely a combination of the two. Um, that's why I was thinking of Brentford. That's why I was looking at Henry and Mbumo because I thought they'd go up in price and they had a decent fixture this week and they have decent fixtures further on as well. If I have, if I want to hold on to them, so yeah, look at look at that basically. Look at the fixtures. Look at the, look who you think's going to go up. If you want to get um, value to go up, but um, yeah, if you're going for, uh, I mean, you can bring in Chelsea players, couldn't you, this week? But they're probably going to go down, but. If you bring Gusto, Gus, Malagusto, well, do you know what that means in Spanish? Malagusto. No, go on, ben. It means yeah, Spanish. Even though I'm learning Spanish, I don't know what that is. It, even though he's French, he's got a Spanish name. It means bad taste. 
So you got a bad taste in your mouth after this fixture today, didn't you? If you had it Malagusta. Uh, yeah, so if if they're low in price like Colwell and Malagusta, they, they'll probably only go down point one. So maybe you could eat that and uh, just get them in for the next week. Yeah. Interesting thoughts. Um, what do you think, Scott? Yeah, I pretty much agree. Um, I still think it is worth worth trying to go the price rises early on. I know they're not as uh, big as before, but I had a look and my team value had gone from 50 to 50.7 after game week one. So, I mean, if we can, if we can do that week, like week on week, it would be quite nice and we would progress quite well. But at the minute, um, I'm trying to just do price rise, but they've got to have a good fixture after. Yeah. Yeah, and the premiums are coming down in price, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Trippier, yeah. Trippier and Trent. Yeah. We might get Trippier and Trent at a really good price by the time yeah. their fixtures get better. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Tony's got um, a premium defender, hasn't he? I think he's got Trippier at the moment. Yeah. He was thinking about moving to Trent. Um, so, yeah, I'll be interested to see what he does with that. Um, anything to add on that one, Fergie? I think you kind of touched on it already. No, no, no. Yeah. All good. Okay. Um, Matt Woolley, our, uh, our, our friend Matt Woolley, who writes um, some great articles for uh, Dream Team Tonic for us. Um, it feels that so far everybody is using two transfers a week. Did, you, did any of you um, roll transfers last week and are you considering rolling this week? Well, uh, I did. Ben, ben, ben <laughs> did unintention, unintentionally. Um, yeah, I, I thought some... Um, I, I well, I, I did as I said earlier in the pod. I didn't. I wasn't sure what moves to make. I didn't want to. I might have felt my team was pretty well set up. It's early in the season, not much data available, um, and you know it does give me that option of uh, um, target. You know, having three for that double game week, um, but picking the the right players is always going to be a bit of a, a minefield with that Carabao Cup. Um, I think later in the season, um, roll it if rolling transfers so that you can use the um, that the that the defensive chip, yeah. yeah might be an idea. So you can do it in like one hit. Uh, I don't know. Um, obviously, Fergie's given his thoughts on this one already. Um, any does anyone have anything to add on that in terms of rolling a transfer? No, I think we covered it, didn't no. we? Yeah. Okay. Uh, David87 shit says, stick with Bruno or use those funds to move to Foden and Diaz um, if you're not hold- if you're not already holding them. Um, what do you think, Fergie? You're gonna stick with them? I think, um, I, think I need it this week. There's you know, there's no extra fixture next week for Foden or Diaz. Um, um and this it's home to Forest, you know, and it's not like Bruno hasn't been involved in the play. Like I say, he could have very easily had a goal and an assist yesterday, potentially even a penalty as well. I think, I think he's got a bit of a, a hole waiting to happen and he has got multiple avenues to point. So I think this week I wouldn't do it. Home to Forest is, you know, as good as it gets. Yeah. Um, but maybe again, if, you know, if, if United look stale against them, then potentially move off. Like I say, if, I'm not sure how much Diaz is. I'm assuming he's probably about four, four and a half, is he? Four, he was four, four at the start start of the um, season, yeah. 
I saw yeah, they might have come off injured, perhaps. On the sofa score, he had a little medical sign next to him. So we'll have to check oh, that okay. out. I, I, I didn't spot that one. I, I was tempted with that move, but I've got loads of 3.5 million midfielders. So it was it there wasn't an easy swap for me, although we've obviously got two transfers, which does make it significantly easier than uh previous seasons. Um yeah. I think the only thing with Bruno, which would I'd be tempted to stay with him above a lot of the other premiums, is he he, he has got multiple ways of scoring points. And because he's such a 90-minute man, I can see him playing a lot in Europe as well. Yeah. Um, whereas you can't say that for you know Man City players and, and stuff. It's going to be pure rotation. Whereas I can't see Bruno on the bench in Europe. Put per, per you know, not you know, if they're playing the six yeah. games, I'd imagine he would start maybe four or five of them personally, but yeah, yeah. Especially if they're not flying yet, are they? United, they're not. They've yeah. not fully taken off, have they? So, no. Yeah, they've not looked great so far, have they? Um, ben, anything to add on that one? No, I think Faye covered it pretty well. Like he says, he's got loads of avenues to points, and also yep. he's in set pieces, so he's on penalties. Yeah. So, he's going to be one of the highest scoring players in the game, I think, this year. So, I, I, I wouldn't so. like to move off him. I it's think a bit he, early, isn't it? Look at the game yesterday. I think they should have had a penalty. How was that? How was that not handball? I don't know. And that header he missed from six yards out. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you look at the positions he took up for those, he would have had the penalty. I think there was also another miss where he he put in a good cross and, and someone headed over or straight at the keeper. Yeah. Um, off of Casemiro, so that would have been an assist as well. So he's he's really really involved. He just hasn't got the returns yet that his players deserved. I don't think. Okay. Um, Ryan Driver says, who are you planning to captain this week? Um, in his mind, it's the, this week's debate is Haaland versus a double game weaker, such as Embuemo or Jackson. Any thoughts on the captaincy this week, Scott? I tried my luck last. I tried my luck this week and went away from Haaland. <laughs> I'm not pushing. I'm not pushing it. I'm going. I'm going Haaland for this one. Um, I didn't. I don't think Sheffield United have looked great. Um, and even though Salah did come out on top, not by much, but it wasn't a pleasant experience to be honest watching it. The whole day I was thinking about it, so I'm just going to stick it back on Haaland. Take the take the small win this time round and just stick it on Haaland. To be honest, yeah. It's obviously, I'd love to go to a casino with you, Scott. You're obviously a very sensible, sensible. I think you'd be a sensible gambler. Um, <clears throat> Fergie, what what do you think? Are you gonna are you gonna roll the dice? Or uh, are you going to uh, stick with Ireland? <laughs> I haven't given it any thought yet. I got to be honest. But mm -hmm. my my initial instinct, if I was playing FPL, there's no way I go for a single game week player. Mm. Um, and looking at the fixtures, mm. I think the best set of fixtures are probably Chelsea, home to Luton, home to Wimbledon. Was it we said? Yeah. Um, yeah. Brentford's home to Palace, who are fairly decent at the back. Palace away to Brentford, away to Plymouth. So I'd probably say Chelsea have got the best fixtures. As we said, we don't know who, who's going to play, but I don't know. I think if I held Sterling or maybe Jackson, like, like Sterling, what's Sterling's averaging? How many points a game now? Nine? And he hasn't eight or nine. He hasn't done anything yet, has he? Mm, so if, if he plays yeah. in both games, doesn't do anything, that could be... 15, 16 points, double to 30. If he yeah. plays a second game, it's the big if. I think the big 
gamble would be Jackson. You know, I think I think he's looked incredibly sharp. Um, mm. Again, his his points maybe don't yeah. match how he's played. So that's the problem. He's averaging two and a half a game. I think we tempted with Sterling. I've got to be honest. Mm. Think okay. think if Ster- Sterling's averaging what seven, eight, nine points a game, he should get that against Luton. Just just that. And you know, we've already seen if Haaland gets scores two goals like he did in the opening game, he got fourteen points. And after scoring two goals and Sterling got eight or nine for doing nothing, I do think it's a good argument there for that. Hmm. What are what are your guys' thoughts on maybe um a Chelsea defender for Captain T this week? I mean, possibly Chilwell, but he did the concern there, of course, is he came off early to, this week. We don't. We presume that's that was a tactical change. We've not heard anything different. Um, given his injury record, is he going to be risked in both in two of those fixtures? I'm not sure he will be. That's the that's the dilemma, isn't it? Um, a lot of choice we, as well at the back. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess Cucurella um, playing in the cup. Sorry. I can imagine Kukurea playing in the cup. Yeah, that's a good point. I surely he'll get that game. It, it makes sense, doesn't it? It's, that's the worrying a... thing of the wingers as well. They've got Mudrick. Yeah. They've mm. got Mudrick. They've got um is it Madawake who didn't both of them were yeah. on the bench and didn't yeah. play. Yeah. So they've got a few options. Yeah. I wonder if it's given the, the depth of Chelsea's squad, perhaps it might be worth steering clear. You know, um, you know, usually, like, your star players don't play in the early rounds of the Cup, but you'll have a player that's, like, in the first team, but he's not, like, an indispensable player. Hmm. So, what about Chukwa Emeka? He played today, didn't he? 1.5 million or something like that. He scored hmm. today. I mean, it's a risky one, but... <laughs> he went off injured. He Did always he? say that, yeah. Uh, um, but, but, yeah, I yeah, other than that, he looked he's looked really good, haven't he? Mm. It's just the average points to get. Well, so, uh, actually, Dream Team hasn't updated yet with the average points to include today's games. But again, looking at the average points, if Sterling scored five and a half. No, no, you can't. You can't score five and a half, can you? If he scored, um, uh, I, I don't know. I, just, I think the average points, even over two games, can give a really good indication of. Who's going to score well? Especially if they haven't scored any goals or assists yet, really. Mm. Mm. Say Sterling for me looks looks the man because if he gets a goal on top of all that, yeah, flipping it, you could be looking at 13, 14, 15 points just for one goal. Yeah, and it's the early game on Friday as well, Chelsea. So we get probably get a leak, team leak. You will. He'll play against Luton only anyway. It's it's the midweek game, the one, isn't it? That's that's the one we're scared about. Does uh, Emmanuel Dennis uh, make you worried about having a double game week captain over Haaland? Uh, <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> yeah, that that hurt for sure. I remember that captained yeah. him. Got a red card, didn't he? He did. Swine. <laughs> <laughs> sort of touched on this already. Moving on to Oz's question. Um, <clears throat> Is it time to ditch the premiums? Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. What do you think, Ben? Well, you know, I, I like to have all the premiums. You just... big up top, haven't you? 
yeah, I've got I've got five premiums in my team at the moment, so I'm, yeah. I'm I don't think I'm going to be moving off them this week just because mm. of the fixtures are decent for for the United ones I've got. So I mean they've got Forest this weekend coming, so yeah, I'm going to be keeping them. Okay, they're what the highest scoring players at the end of the season, aren't they? So yeah, that's true. But um, yeah, we are in slightly in uncharted waters here this mm. this season. Um, Fergie, um, anything to add on on that on that one? I know you sort of intimated that perhaps this year the premiums aren't as important as maybe they I think would. so. I think you know obviously when Liverpool's fixtures improve, you know the next two. I think is it Newcastle and is it Villa or something? You know, I don't. I, th- I think I think I go with the fixtures. So I think as soon as like Liverpool's fixtures improve, I tend to go for Salah. But you'd normally go for Salah regardless, wouldn't you? And you know, and Kane, um, you know, if you mm. if you could afford them all, regardless of who they're playing, just because of their massive potential when they do score. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think it's there anymore. So I'm I'm pretty tempted to. I've got Bru. I'll I'll have Bruno, Haaland, and Saka. I think for me at the moment that that feels. It feels enough because of all the value elsewhere. Like you know, the you know the players were scoring well, the potential players in you know Pedro and I don't know Charleston and Jackson are just ridiculously cheap. Vissas like two point two million and and Bomo's three point seven. I think there's enough value elsewhere this time of the season to look yeah. elsewhere. Anything to add on that one, Scott? No, I think I'm going to stick. I think I'm going to stick with my premiums, and if I do get rid of one for like a dub- double game week or something like that. I think I'm going to keep the money behind because something I've struggled with on all the fantasy games, to be honest, is once I do lose the premiums, I mess up the structure and it's I struggle to get them back. So if I do do it, I'll probably just take one out, keep the money and go back again. But that's about it. Mm. Okay, Cool. Um, ben Coles has been on um, asking a question on Discord. Is it time to load up on City? Maybe by, by, bypass these Carabao Cup games and and guess who's going to start? Well, you could end up with no fixtures, couldn't you? That's the problem instead of yeah. two. Um, yeah, that's a tricky one. Um, any thoughts, Fergie, on that one? I don't think, um, you know, even though City look fantastic as a team, they certainly don't look as dynamic and free-flowing going forward as they have done. I think they're missing... You know, we're missing our um, Gundogan, Mares, De Bruyne. They're three massive misses. So, I think Foden and Alvarez are two. I would, I'd be tempted. I'd be tempted by, but I'm just sure they're going to play. I don't know. I just think there's better options for this next week or two. Personally, I th- I think the Carabao Cup games historically as well. You know, the year the year I won it, I had I had Havertz for his first game for Chelsea, and he played midweek and Ooh. scored like a random hat trick against Barnsley. <laughs> and Calvert-Lewin scored a hat-trick midweek as well in the Carabao Cup, and that got me off to an absolute flyer. So there are these random big scores available that can fly you up the rankings, whereas you could be sat with yeah. Foden, who hasn't even got a game, you know, and may not even play yeah. in the one game he's supposed to play in. So at the moment, I would say no. As soon as Europe starts, I would say yes. Yeah. I mean, with with, with all these extra transfers we've got now, I think... I'm I personally I'm going to have to change my playing style a bit. I'm notoriously cautious, but it is you can afford to punt a bit more now. Not even it's not even a punt really. It's a calculated risk I would call it. Um, 
you can definitely there's some potential gains to be had they may not all pay off but you can you can back back out of those pretty quickly with uh, all these extra transfers um because all these got sorry Freddie. So, sorry just just finally because all these things are not in europe as well it's not like they're like swimming yeah. in fixtures either they you know this is just going to be the one extra game that they have for the next month or two months until the next round of the Carabao Cups. So it's not as if, if they do rest them, it'll be resting to give other people gains rather than resting because they're tired. So I do yeah. I do, I do, do think a, a fair few high-profile players will get the two games, personally. Yeah. Anything to add on that one, Scott? <sighs> I'm still 50-50, to be fair, because from the start of the game, I really wanted to have Foden in. Um, mm. Then the Community Shield happened. It put me off having him. Then the first game came out, and I was still not quite sure. And then he was—he was just so good that last game. Um, mm. I'm, I'm feeling a bit like if this—if he's not going to start a run of games now, when is he? To be fair, um, so I am—I am liking the look of either a Foden, a Kanji, or a Foden Walker, or go the other way and go Foden Alvarez. Um, but I'm just completely not sure at the minute because I still got Son on my mind and Visser as well. So yeah, I'm on the fence. I'm still not sure which way to go, but. I'm starting to feel like with these two games we've had from City, um, I feel like we've got at least a little bit of information now. Mm. I don't think I even need to ask Ben the answer to this question because I know it already. Um, yeah. Ben, you're, you're not going to load up on City and ignore a double game week, are you? Uh, no, well, it's, <laughs> it's getting a bit like FPL now with these deadlines. So Man City, notoriously, you can't, you don't know who's going to play. Look at last the first game of the season. Grealish was nailed last year and he didn't even start. He didn't even play, did he, yeah. in the first game? So that scares me a little bit about having City assets. I mean, now KDB's injured. Foden surely should be in that team now a bit more often. But, yeah, it's tricky. Um, I probably w- won't be uh, loading up on City this early in the season anyway, just because we don't know... The nailed lineups, and obviously, there's Chelsea's got a plum fixture, and I like Tottenham's little run and like and Brentford as well. So, yeah, yeah, they're doubles into good games as well, aren't they? Double game week, yeah. then good fixtures, yeah, double whammy. You can also bank the price if they do get price rises, you're not worried about banking them, are you? Like, if you had someone for one week and you want to move them out, if they do well, you've got to keep them, haven't you? The next week yeah. now to, to get yeah. the rise, so it doesn't yeah. look like Chelsea Spurs could be safe. It's an interesting dynamic, that, isn't it? Because you might bring a player for one week and he does well, but then you think, well, I, the plan was to take him out. But then, of course, you can sell on the, on the price price. So it's, I don't know if I've cracked that code myself yet. It's, it's a different way of thinking. I think possibly you need to be thinking for two games. Yeah. The answer, not just the one. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, to get the price rise afterwards. Yeah, and a decent fixture afterwards. That's probably the key, isn't it? Um, yeah. And then you can move off because you've banked, you've banked those, banked price wise. I don't know. Um, okay. Um, right. Time to now. Um, ah. Oh, well, I missed someone. Surprise question. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Aman, form over fixtures. Time to take Rashford out due to another price rise fall. Um, Scott, what do you reckon? 
yeah, it's tough. Well, I haven't got the Rashford problem, but I've got the same the same applies to Bruno, really. He's probably going to fall again after this week, isn't he? Um, but he's got a good fixture coming up. <coughs> yeah, I, I think I probably will keep Bruno for this Forest game. So, it's probably fixtures over form. But then how, how short-term are we thinking? Because he's got the form over the last few seasons, hasn't he, Bruno? But... Yeah, I'd I'd say I'd say just go for the uh, go for the fixtures still, especially with the premiums. Okay, cool. Um, what do you think, Fergie? I think I'm taking out Rashford this week. I'm going for the quantity of fixtures. I think I th- it, like I I think with with Bruno it's different because he scored is it six and four, even though he again he hasn't done anything really. Whereas Rashford's mm. he's good. He scores lower points, so I think. Rashford to someone like Jackson or Mbwemo or someone, to me, even if Rashford does score or even you know even scores a couple of goals against Forest, which I don't think he will because I don't think you know I, th- I think Forest are actually reasonably decent and United look look cack at the moment. Then mm. I still I still think Mbwemo or Jackson or whoever else can kind of match him over the three fixtures bear in mind they say they go out into another good fixture as well so i'm not scared about it personally not not with rashford i wouldn't obviously to take a harlan name like that but rashford i'm not not massively scared to be honest he's not doing well up front is he he's, no. he's much better on the left i think i think he's had one shot on target in both games so far which is nothing to be scared about is it yeah. uh, ben anything to add on that one at the moment, I'm keeping Rashford, but uh, Fergie's convincing me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. He's banging a hat trick in now, mate. <laughs> I know that's the thing. If, if he scores, I'll be so gutted. But like, if he scores a hat trick or something, but just I don't know. I, I think I'm going to stay on Rashford at the minute. Yeah, just that fixture is good. Forest at home could see a few goals in that game. Wolves at home was a good fixture as well, mate. Yeah, but Wolves are notoriously <laughs> and even, and even Spurs away. Even Spurs away yeah. was was good. Like they've scored one goal in two games against two really really poor defenses. Mm. Right. Good point. Scott, do, you, do you have anything to add on that one? Oh, I've been, I've been. He's keeping Bruno. <laughs> if I had Rashford, I'm not so sure, but. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, do we have any questions in the? In the chat, Scott, that we want to run through. No, we've got we've got Connor sending cigarette emojis at you at the minute. Thanks, Connor. <laughs> a bit of stick there from Connor. No, that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. Who who's the next one? Because I missed the question. Well, this was a surprise question. So who have you got next? Um, got I missed off the I've missed off the one note. It was it was on there. It was my fault. I realised that. I think we've nailed all the questions now, though. Unless you've got any other ones, I've just got a couple more. Maybe these came in a little bit late. There's just three more. I don't think it should take you, too much. Are you doing questions that came after my deadline, Scott? Oh, possibly. We should get people. <laughs> we should get people in in the. Uh, we should get people in the habit of sticking to these deadlines. Seeing as a lot more. Tricks, that is the idea. We? Oh, we let we let Ryan off. We let Ryan off. <laughs> okay, Ryan says, based on what you've seen so far, who's finishing in the top four? And now that was one that came in on time, so apologies, Ryan. Um, right, gonna you're gonna um, 
stick your neck out, boys, and uh, come up with some predictions. Um, Fergie, let's, let's see what, what's your top four for the Premier League this year. I'm going to go... I've got a couple of rogue ones, I think. I'm going to go Man City. Obviously, they're not rogue. <laughs> and Arsenal. But I'm going to go for... I, I think Newcastle and Brighton are both going to finish above... United and Liverpool and Chelsea and all that lot. Maybe mm. out of those, I think that for what I've seen so far, and that is the question what we've seen so far, I think that Chelsea will, will probably finish ahead of both Liverpool and my United and Spurs as it stands. Mm. I think and Spurs. I think I think I think if Spurs, I like the look of Spurs. I just don't think I'm not sure they're going to score it, score enough goals without big number nine. But yeah. being a Spurs fan, it was an absolute pleasure to watch yesterday. Basuma is an absolute animal. What a footballer mm. he is! Yeah, he didn't get. He wasn't really starting before, was he? It's nice to see he's finally getting a bit of a run. Yeah, I think Brighton though. I just think Deserby and the players they've got and their recruitment. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy, I mean, crazy. who's going to stop him? Like you know, mm. Man City will stop him. I'm not sure anyone else will stop him. Yeah. Ben's still working his out. I can see. So um, we'll yeah. go to Scott. <laughs> I did. I did. City. I did. City top. Arsenal second. Um, I think we've seen pretty a pretty similar thing to last season with those two to start off with. Hopefully tomorrow goes to plan. Um, I've although it's been a bit of a mix with Liverpool. I've still I've gone Liverpool third now. Okay. Um, even when you're not playing great, like yesterday wasn't particularly great, but still got it done, didn't you? Big time. Um, and then fourth, actually, I've. <laughs> I would have easily put United into top four, and they probably still will, but I've actually stuck Spurs in fourth. I've been well impressed. Um, With Brighton and Newcastle, I'm just not sure how they'll get on once Europe kicks in as well. Um, That's that's fair. It's all going to be new, isn't it? Newcastle Newcastle may struggle a little bit more, but Brighton just seem like they just take one player out, put another player in, and they play brilliantly. Um, Mm. So, yeah, Brighton could be a surprise. They've just got depth now, haven't they, as well? Yeah, but Bright- Brighton will go to Everton and lose 4-1. So that's the thing with Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> they're, not in- they're not consistent. They- You're they- still bitter about that, Ben, aren't you? Oh, I'm you still bitter about that. <laughs> 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 to be honest, to be honest, I'm glad we've gone down. It's, it's a bit of a fresh breath of fresh air being in the Championship. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like playing, you know, playing Enzo Ball now, we are. Playing a good, we're playing some good, good football now. Um, yeah. So City, Arsenal, and then I think Liverpool, and then the last spot I'm going to go for Chelsea. I just think with not being in Europe and concentrating more mm. on the league, yeah. I think yeah they've had a bad result today, but it's, it's 30, 36 games still to go. So yeah, Newcastle have got a good chance though. <laughs> I've upset my dream team tag team partner. Sorry, Connor. Oh, dear. <laughs> Just as I said that, he put that on the. <laughs> okay. Um, I, 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 I went for City, Arsenal, Brighton, and Liverpool. Um, although. I mean, I don't know. The transfer window is still open, so it's difficult to say. I mean, United look short, uh, but we don't know what the new striker is going to do. Rashford moving back to the left. 
Um, it, the jury's out to a degree, but right from what I've seen so far, um, that's that. That'll be my four picks. I think. Any stranger like any stranger like when a player's playing up front in fantasy, we're like, oh yes, get him in. He's playing up front now. But Rashford's playing worse up front than just when he plays out wide. Yeah. Yeah. There are a few like it, though, aren't there? Like, when there's a few games where Salah sort of played down the middle at times, wasn't there? And he, he's just not made out for it. Some players, these guys that just cut in, mm. yeah, doesn't seem to suit them. Did anyone yeah. see yet, yet, yesterday how, how Luke Shaw just inexplicably just kept letting the right winger, Kulazewski, just in behind him all the time. Didn't even, like, he, he literally, like, was almost, <laughs> like, roll out the red carpet, let him have it. And I just think if that's, if that's the mentality of the United defence, with Onana, you know, you know, he's a good, you know, he's a good keeper. I'm sure he'll do well. But Martinez is just, like, a flying red card, isn't he? Mm. And, like, Varane is class. Wan-Bissaka I really like as well. But that left-hand side was sure of Martinez just looks a bit, you know, it just looks a bit weak. I just I can't see him keeping loads of clean sheets unless they improve. But yesterday, the amount of times Kulazewski went down the right-hand side, completely unopposed, was absolutely bizarre. And it ended up with the goal as well, didn't it? So, but anyway, sorry, just uh, just. I was surprised there. by that though, because they're one of the they're one of the back lines that, apart from obviously the new keeper, is pretty consistent with last season. It is. And, they were, and they were good. And they were good at the back last they season. Were. I just don't understand what happened yesterday. They just kept letting them in time and time again. It was really strange. The only difference the is that the guy in the double pivot, isn't it? Mount yeah. Mount's in there now. Um, whereas before... Bring back Fred. Bring back Fred. Yeah, Fred or McTominay. McTominay <laughs> might be getting back in. Yeah. I'd love to see McFred come back. Um, <laughs> I like yeah. Fred. I thought I thought he was underrated. I thought he took a lot of grief. I actually quite liked him, but uh, yeah, he's gone now, sadly. Yeah, clearly, clearly, Ten Hag's um, going to have to figure out how to fit Mount into that system. They paid a lot of money for him, so um, it's not working at the moment. Casemiro's, um, I, that's the trouble. That, well, I'm about to say these 30-year-old holding midfielders. Liverpool just gone out and bought one. <laughs> <laughs> it smacks slightly of desperation. Let's hope his legs don't go mid-season. Um, Klopp yeah, said he was a late bloomer, didn't he? Sorry? Klopp said he was a late bloomer. Well, let's hope so. Because um, <laughs> we needed we need a number six desperately. We resign um, Milner in January. <laughs> We have a chat I, question. He, he was playing right back for Brighton, wasn't he? According to um, my football app, at least I didn't. I didn't actually see the game. <laughs> I think he plays like an inverted right back. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Mm. Um, mm. Ah, so we've got a question from Connor. Does Fergie think Basuma will play the double? I don't know. Like in the. In the last week before the season started, Spurs played their strongest team on the Sunday and then they mm. played Barcelona midweek and Basuma played in that team as opposed to their strongest team. But I do think... I think Basuma now in two games, for those who've watched those games, is is basically become that whole engine of that whole team. He basically dictates the, hot, the, the whole way Spurs play. He, he fetches the ball off all the back four. He links the player. He's breaking the player. I'm... I don't know is the answer. He, he's just so he's just he's just suddenly gone from absolute obscurity to like Spurs' key key player, and I don't know what mm. that means in terms of him playing the double because I don't really know the manager that well yet. I would I would guess I would guess yes, but 
it would be it'd be purely a guess. What's the latest on Hoiberg? He was on the come he off came the on he came on yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yes, he so, was. Yeah. There were rumours of him leaving one there, but he came on for Saar yesterday. Um, yeah, I think, I think all these players, you know, if, if they can get into... I don't, I don't know how many points Bissouma scored yesterday, but I know he did well last week, didn't he? Did he yeah, score he got like five, five yesterday, six the week before. That's a good solid. average for two and a half million, isn't it? Really good. Yeah. And And they've had two hard games as well against Brentford and United. Spurs' run now is insane, so he's going to get a lot more passing and you know all this sort of stuff as well now so yeah eight, um, eight tackles in two games he's one for sky <laughs> he's had a few worldies as well i think hasn't he over in the past he does love he a has, shot yeah, outside the box. yeah. I, th- I i think he's going to be if he stays fit a superstar for spurs this season absolute superstar um and he's really cheap. He could be an enabler, but, but but as I say, the way it's going, I'm not even sure we'll need enablers <laughs> personally because there's so many cheap players, aren't there, at the moment? Yeah. Any more questions from the um, from YouTube, Scott? No, that's it. That's it for the okay. questions. Cool. All right. Um, well, let's um, let's go on to everybody's been waiting for, which is the um, the mini league top tens. In the um, cash league, Ben, do you want to read this one out? Yeah, um, tenth place we have H Jones, ninth place we have Lee Hooper, eighth place C Sharkey, seventh place L Greaves, sixth place Paul McNulty, Fergie's partner yep. from the Skypod. <laughs> Come on, bud. Fifth place Jay McGow, fourth place Matt Woolley. Third place, B. McLaren. Second place, our very own Scott Harris. Get in. <laughs> and top of the shop, M. Lin- Lindsay. Well done. Well played, lad. Superb. Um, Scott, can you do the honours with the um, patron league? Yep. In 10th place, we have J. Payton. In ninth, we have G. Paul. In eighth place, don't know if we should read him, he's not here, Anthony (laughs) Sutcliffe. In seventh, we've got W Christmas. In sixth, we have, that's Lee Hooper. In fifth, we have D Williams. In fourth, we have Jay Bevan. In third place, we have N Wisby. In second, is that Andy Barnett? It is Andy Barnett, yes. Andy Barnett. And then in first place, I recognise the name, the Ryan Driver in first yeah. place. Well done. James's mm. partner in the tag team. So, uh, he, he is. And um, he got uh, one in the end. He's, he's actually having a storming start to the season because he's he, randomly, it was a last minute tag team partner. Um, I wasn't sure what I was going to get, but I'm very happy so far because he's absolutely storming it, which means, um, well, I'll read out the. Uh, the tag team leaderboard. Random. Um, you, you planned that. That was strategic. <laughs> you were planning and planning. Betting them all. <clears throat> in 10th, um, we've got Connor Story and Dream Team Prof. Um, <clears throat> in ninth, Tim Barry and Dan Sherwood. There's a there's a heavyweight partnership there. Ooh, just... um, 
In eighth, we've got um, Luke High and Charlie Luciano. Seventh, Joe Slater and Mark Wright. Sixth, Jake Sylvester and Sam Taylor. Fifth, Anthony Sutcliffe and Andy Barnett, the Blackburn Rovers duo. Um, in fourth, we've got Ma Matthew Walcock and Andrew Haynes. Third, Tom Brindley and Amon Tatna, another, another heavyweight partnership. Um, second, Lewis Wright and Matthew Kent. And at the top, me and me. Ryan, Ryan <laughs> could take most of the credit for that because he's had a storming start to the season. Thanks, well Ryan. Done, well done. I went, um, I just put Fergie and um, put, uh, Paul McNulty and Fergie's um, one in there just so that people can. And see, they're, they're, they're in 18th at the moment, but it's still early days. I'm sure those... Yeah, we're pacing ourselves, we are, boys. Yeah, we'll, learn, sure we'll learn a new lot, think you're going to run away with it, and then we'll just, uh, yeah, we'll, right. we'll stay I'm behind and we'll strike at the right time. I'm not taking anything for granted. Uh, I'm sure you'll be up there or thereabouts by the end of the season. But just to mention um, as well, everyone can everyone can have a look at this leaderboard. Um, it's been put on ffstuff.co.uk now, so you can check that leaderboard out. Thanks, Scott. Just one um, comment that I've just pulled up on the screen there. We, I think we should shout that one out. Oh, Sean, Sean Siddle says, hello, lads from Florida. It's only 4.30 p.m. there. He's going to listen from the start. And he said, it's nice to see Fergie back on. Nice and Sean. Hope you're doing your holiday. Assuming you're on holiday. <laughs> He's put the beers there. <laughs> yeah. He's in the same time zone as myself. <laughs> right, um, Ben, I'm going to hand over to you for a new feature. Yeah, we've got a little quiz for you. Quick quiz. It's called... Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sound effect didn't work, but um, yeah. You it didn't work, so that's why I shouted it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So basically, basically, I'm going to give you a few clues and uh, uh, the people on YouTube as well, the listeners, comment in the, uh, the comments who do you think it is. Uh, right, and if you guys want to have a guess, just shout out names. Okay, no, no Googling. Right. right, he was born on the 14th of March 1979 and he's aged 44. So, sorry, uh, before I go into this, these are like a Premier League legend. <laughs> You've got to guess who it is. Okay. Right. Age 44. Yep. Yeah, and he played in the Premier League between 1997 and 2014, on and off. So, he moved, moved away. Oh, we'll to have a guess. We'll have a guess. Yeah, yeah. Thierry Henry. No. Oh, right. He scored 14 international goals in 69 games. Any guesses in the in the comments yet? None. I'll froze. No, nothing I can right. see. Uh, he won two Premier League titles with two different teams and three FA Cups. <laughs> right. Um, he scored 125 goals in 364 games 
with 55 assists in the Premier League. How many goals, sorry? 125 goals in his Premier League career. Someone's guessed Bex. It's Crowley. No. He's, he's, so he's got, he's got a Premier League with two different teams. Oh. So he can't be Bex. It's not Crouch, is it, Ben? No. It's not Robin Robin Van Persie, is it? No. Someone's mic. Next one. (laughs) He's also played in India, China, Turkey, France, and Spain. (laughs) (laughs) Right. He was born in France in Le Chesney. If I hope I'm saying that right. In Elka? You got it. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Now well it's done, making mate. sense now. Now you now you can look listen back, you think. Yeah. I didn't want to say he was born in France straight away because it was Yeah, that was yeah, the giveaway. Yeah, play for West Brom, Bolton, Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal, and Man City in the Premier League. Mr. Money. He's played played um, some weird places in his career. <laughs> he's won the Serie A. He's won the Turkish uh, Super League as well. The Champions League with Real Madrid. Is he still going? Where's he at now? <laughs> I think he was, he was uh, managing not long ago, but I don't think he's managing anyone now. He was managing in India. Oh. Okay, cool. Right then, um, we've got a a little giveaway from the Fantasy Football Hub, uh, a premium membership. Um, can you uh, guess who's going to score the most points next game week in game week three? If you um, you can comment on the um, in the comments in the pod in this pod- live podcast or comment on the um, on the Twitter as well when we pub. Publish, uh, publish it in. I'll <laughs> Publish it on you, YouTube and uh, on Twitter. So yeah, just put your comments in there, and we'll we'll pick a winner. Whoever gets it right. If not, no one gets it right. Roll on to next the next game week, game week four. Yeah. Sounds cool. good. Thanks, Ben. Um, Who are you guys going for? Who do you think's gonna gonna be the highest scorer next week? Wow. Um... I'm going to Buemo. Son. We can't win. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll go with Jackson. I was going to go Jackson. Um, <laughs> uh, let's go for Sterling. Oh, nice one. We've got our first entry, I think, here. Yeah. Sh- Sean's backing me. Sean's backing me. Yeah. <laughs> Sonny. Good shout, Sean. Cool. Thanks, guys. Um, Okay, so um, thanks ever so much for coming on, Fergie. It's nice to have you back on with us. Um, been a pleasure as always. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, Ben. Um, if you, if anyone wants to f- find us on Twitter, they can get, get us at at Dream Team Tonic. Um, my Twitter handle is James A Fricker. Um, ben is DTT Tonic Ben and. Scott is Dream Team Prof. Um, Thanks, guys, for coming on, and we'll uh, call it a night.
Good night. Thank you, guys. Speak soon. Cheers. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.